Biggie. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Biggie. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Hot Take Hot Box. My name is Matt McSweeney. I am fighting through some serious throat issues. <laughs> For all you people out there, pause. this is what I do. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No pause. That's how it happened. But um, I'm here with J-Pad. This is a, it is a – listen, no matter how bad I may feel right now, it does not matter because the, the energy level that I feel inside my body is just at an absolute 10 and some. The Phillies are playing in the NLCS for the first time since 2010 when they were able to play uh, your boy Brian Wilson and the San Francisco Giants. Shout out, Brian Wilson. Tonight they will be playing the San Diego Fathers in San Diego who were able to upset the Los Angeles Dodgers. So I'm here with J-Pav before I even, uh, you know, I got to give you an answer. J-Pav, how are you feeling, buddy? Yeah, man, we're we're electric around here, man. This, This is crazy. Um, not even, I mean, obviously the fills are number one, not even a question, but I mean, we got opening night for the Sixers tonight. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's so much people, going on. People were actually excited about the Flyers for some reason. I don't, I even forgot they even played, but, uh, I mean, you're birds, man. I mean, how can you, how can you not be just on another level right now? It is a great time to be a Philadelphia sports fan. And, uh, I have lived through times where it was not exactly a great time to be a Philadelphia sports fan when, all four teams were almost competing for the number one pick in their respective yeah. leagues at, at a yeah. given time. I mean, we were so. out there at the, at the Wells Fargo for two dollar tickets, and now, yep. now I'm a personal, I'm a season ticket holder for much more than that. So I mean, the time, I mean, the changes that we've been through in our, you know, from even 20, 2010 to now, just personal is just crazy, man. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I, I I've been in there watching KJ McDaniel's <laughs> and Tony Roten get after it, and uh, you know, for the Phillies, I was out there. You know, so were you watching Cody Ashy. Yeah. And uh, you know Dominic Nick, Brown, Nick we, Williams, we all had our Dominic Dom Brown. Brown yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, come on, man. Michael Martinez. You could just go through the whole list. Jared Eikhoff pitching the night. Oh boy, this is going to be great. Yeah, yeah. It, it's been it's been dark, and I do like to highlight that on here because you can't respect where we're at and what's going on right now unless you think about those days when yeah it was I mean, so changed, it was I so mean, dark. I mean, why don't we start there? Like, what what changed here? To, if, I mean, 2017 obviously changed for the birds, but. I mean, they went two years down. I mean, how how did this happen now? Like, I, I, it's just crazy. Well, to me, man. I, I mean, I I think one of the last episodes I did on the Phils or what I th- kind of highlighted just the different things. It became a. I think the big culture shift for the Phils is when they got Bryce. I do I do believe that because it kind of cha- it, it kind of made the team like all right, we have to start getting some right. talent here. Like they were never really going to be able to draft these like elite. Like I mean, now they have a pretty some pretty good pitchers and like, but we never are one of those teams that has this stock farm system that we can just pluck elite players out of, like kind of the Yankees, yeah. Dodgers, all these different teams. Though, I think the big culture shift is when they got him, and then they were able to get you know JT. They got Segura. They got all these guys in that same off season. These guys have seen some dark days. I mean, nineteen, twenty, twenty one. They all they didn't make the playoffs. They were. Yep. Kind of on the cusp, on on the on the ledge right there, looking into the playoffs. They couldn't get there, you know. The Gabe Kaplers of the world, and uh, you know, finally Joe Girardi. Uh, we all we, we just thought all these different things were going to change, and they never did. Now, I mean, same thing with Wheeler. They went and got Wheeler in the twenty the yep. twenty twenty off season. 
It's Joel's it, becoming himself. I mean, I think I now I'm thinking it's like it's like everything combined. I mean, the whole like oh, three out of four, four out of four. I mean, the Flyers are still down, but I mean, I think the energy and the fans bring is just bringing people here. I don't know, man. I think it's just you can feel everything shift, even like two years ago. And I think they're not just this year. I mean, the negativity throughout as fans, I think, have been has been just gone. I mean, obviously, you, when we get swept by the Cubs and then lose the first one in the Nationals, I, was there anybody that thought we were about to be in an NLCS game on the night? No I mean, way. No. Yep. One hundred percent. I mean, that it's just crazy, man. And, and it's just a testament that all you have to do. I mean, we do talk about it in all these different leagues. All you have to do is get in the playoffs. Yeah, I've said it for I've said it for a while. Just just get me there. I yep. mean, Just get me in there. Let me see. Let me see the Cardinals. They ain't beating us, dude. I mean, there was no chance that that team was beating us in a, in a three game series. I don't care where it was. That was the thing. Like I, I, I talked about it on here a lot. I did not want to see the Mets just because. I not that I'm scared of the Mets. I just think the Mets would have like that would have reinvigorated them if they played us. They would have been, yeah. but like that that there's some some teams that just have your their number. souls, bro. Their souls were robbed of them. Oh my when god! They lost it, when they lost the division, uh, exactly. And I, I just think. The perfect matchup was the Cardinals. I didn't think they were that good. I thought we matched up well against them, and and we like like we talked about, man. I mean, Wheeler and Nola at the top of your rotation. You are especially in a three game series. You're you are to a beat. favorite. Yeah. You are a favorite, and I don't. I mean, against you know, obviously other Max than the Mets, yeah, the, like the Mets would have Degrom and Scherzer. That's a problem. You know, that's that's that that's that's a good matchup to, to have. Dude, but we were Nola was no when Nola was plus money in game uh, in, in the last game he just pitched, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what on earth are we looking at here? I guess let's go. Let's go right, right into that Brave series. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to go game. I guess we can just quickly go by uh, game by game. But I think game one. With Ranger was so important, man. Uh, I mean, talk about a guy who was battling for his life the entire yeah. game. I think he went three then, or four innings, and, and they were huge. I feel like, yeah, I feel like everyone was disrespecting him, not wanting to start Game Five if it got to him. I'm like, well, that guy won Game One, and, and yeah, he didn't look great, but I mean, give the guy the ball if necessary. Game Five. Oh. Luckily, I mean, Thor came out and did what he needed to do for three innings, and and we got ahead. There was no doubt, but. I mean, on the radio, these guys are talking about, oh, we can't go to Ranger. We got to give it to Gibson. What are we talking about? Yeah, that's, that's drunk. I mean, that's... give me Ranger game three every time now. I mean, there's no question in my mind that guy, is just he's just built like that. If you don't have faith in any – like, you have to have a, at least a somewhat faith that they're seeing the way he battled in that game one. And he – I mean, he only – would he give up one run or no no runs, I think? He gave up one run, had the bases loaded twice with Yeah, the and was I like – and he – like, that's the thing, though. Like, that's the testament of a good pitcher, a, yeah. a solid a fucking a gamer, man, because he did not have his best stuff that day, but he was in it. He was battling the whole time he was out there. Uh, and yeah, talk about that series. I mean, game one, if he goes out and gets in the first inning, bases loaded, they hit a single, and we're down three nothing. That's a whole different series, let alone a ball game. I mean, it's a, listen. That, I think that I, people say obviously the turning point is when you know these guys, the Reese hit the home run in game three, and you know that inning against Str- uh, Strider. Nah, man. I think the whole series was turned when when uh, Ranger got out of there with one run and the bullpen shut down seventeen straight or something like that. Something wild. Well, it's a different conversation. If we lose that game one or, you know, they say, okay, we go out there, we score those first two runs in the first inning, and we come back and give some runs up right away and let them back into it. It's, I think it's a different conversation, uh, you know, or feeling afterwards where we're like, oh, shit, this is going to be a game. Once yep. he came in, he got in trouble. He was able to roll that double play. It kind of 
took a little bit of the juice out of the Braves. And yep. I mean, they, they, he, I think Darno hit a home run, but other than that, we were able to get some runs. We just kept we we played. That was one of the best we games we played all all shots. season, man. Yeah, we hope those guys are solo shots. That was, I mean, that was so important too. But we scored seven runs without hitting a home run. That that's yep. unheard of for for this baseball team. And that, you know, so that's a great win. You know, Eflin didn't have his best stuff. He was struggling there for a little bit. I uh, think that's the best thing we saw was Eflin not coming up like that, though, because, I mean, we, we had trust in that guy going into that, and I think we lost trust in him after that. So. Yeah. I, I, think I, don't the, think, I don't think Thompson, Thompson was putting him in the ninth inning if needed there. Luckily, and, it wasn't needed, but. And, yeah, it's, you know, like, it's basically this bullpen is kind of a matchup sort of. There's not really going to be a guy that you go to specifically to close a game or he's no, the seventh yeah, we don't inning, have a he's the eighth no, we like, don't have a heater or Diaz, so we need to get a roll the, with it. Dominguez is going to come in when you need him the most. That's basically yeah. what it is. And then the other oh, guys yeah. will sprinkle. Exactly. Yeah. And then Afflin is a, like a third guy where if you need like an inning and a third or two innings, you bring him in. Uh, I, I've liked Afflin out of the pen. I really have. It's just kind of he, he's very uh, – it's been shaky a little bit in this playoffs. Which I, just is, I just don't think he has the closer stuff, man. I mean, the 94 and he's a location pitcher. That's not closer stuff. Yeah, you got to come. You got to go out there and strike two guys out if you need to, and it's just not him, you know. And that's that's why Dominguez and Alvarado are so disgusting out of the bullpen. They just come in pumping absolute gas. Yeah. And and, I mean, Alvarado half the time doesn't even know where the thing's going. He's just throwing it as hard as he possibly can. (laughs) Guys, giving it one hundred and ten percent on every single pitch. So then, uh, all right. So they win game one. Olsen hits the home run in the ninth. It gets a little shady. Castellanos makes a great play out in right field. Uh, and they get out of that game with the you know steal home field advantage, which is huge. You know it, it's it's a totally different series. Like I said, if we go down two zero and then we have to come back to Philly, win both those games, and then go back to Atlanta. Yeah. You know again, coming to Philly, knowing we needed to win two to win that series is totally different. Uh, I mean, the, obviously knowing the energy, what we were going to have in that in the building was going to be totally different being, than being down two zero. Completely different mindset. Uh, so Kyle Wright pitches against Wheeler. We kind of had the we had a real good feeling going into this, but Wright was phenomenal in that game too. <sighs> Uh, I mean, I think Wheeler we, was also phenomenal. Until absolutely. Hit, and, the, and the wheels fell off, and people want to blame Reese for the wheels falling off. I, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't one in that situation. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, you got to make the play. Like, it, it's like yeah, that. I, I, it. I think people went overboard. Like, I, I kind of talked about yeah. uh, on Twitter. It was just like it went from, you know, yeah, like, okay, Reese has to make the play to they lost the game because of Reese. It's like that's no, not sir. what happened. Like, uh, no, they didn't score. Yeah, I mean, I mean let's, let's be honest here. We have to realize that guy's not a gold glover. He hasn't been close to a, a good defender all year. What are we expecting now? I mean, we're not expecting him to become all of a sudden 100% fielding percentage. No. And he, listen. Go he, out there and hit balls like he did in game three and game four. I'm okay, man. And he's That's like awesome. you said, he's never been a great fielder. We just no. basically all we asked for him to do is knock these balls down. He did not make the play. And he knows that he's a play. That's a play a major league first baseman yeah. should make, and he just didn't make the play. Like it is what it is. But again, at the end of the day, say they lose that game three two, I'm singing a different tune. I'm saying yes, oh, absolutely. like that's yeah. his if, fault. If we, yeah, yeah. If we put up a run somewhere, even one or two, yeah. Just to think about, hey, you know what happened there? You know, he he had his way out of the inning, and then you know, Wheeler lost it a little bit. And the whole team felt deflated. Okay, you could talk that, but you're not deflated if you score zero runs, my man. Yeah, and that's that was the exact thought process for me. It's just you know I think that they were deflated because they couldn't score at all. It had nothing to do yeah. with him not making that play or <laughs> you know. And then Wheeler, like you know, the the thinking that Wheeler was kind of deflated or whatever, I didn't really understand either. 
He's got a professional pitcher. He's a man. professional and, and, pitcher. And I don't think it's like that, man. He already said know. like he blamed himself because he didn't throw the ball. Like he, if he throws that ball the right way, it misses his bat, and they're out of that inning. But you know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, they lose that game. Uh, they didn't really put up much of a fight. Acuna gets hit with a pitch and lays down on the ground for 13 minutes. What a soft um, neighbor. Yeah, yeah. I think one. I have a, I have a Braves fan that lives in, uh, in Pittsburgh actually, and I'm like, dude, what is that? He goes, oh, you got to slow him down. I'm like, come on, man, get it together. Yeah, they were looking for anything. They were grasping at straws. Uh, so then we go back to Philly, and this is the first home playoff game since 2011 when Ryan Howard and the whole deal with playing Chris Carpenter and yada, yada, yada. Uh, you were, you were in, in the building, correct? That, the last thing I remember was that in uh, 2011, that guy uh, blowing his Achilles out and, and stopping halfway down you know, to first and – the the wind got sucked out of the building. Yeah, I was there this week. I was there uh, for game game three. Man, uh, man it was a. Uh, I w- I was in a different section. I wasn't up in the four hundred level, but man, I don't care where you were, man. That was like nothing I've ever seen before. So stri- I've been to a lot of different stadiums, a lot of different games. I mean, it was it was something totally different. And people have been saying that, man. Like it's like that. Even like I knew I saw or was listening to the radio, and guys were calling that were like, "Listen, I was at the World Series when they won. I was at this and that. Like there was something different about the way that people yeah. like people were losing their fucking minds at this yeah. game. I mean, like it's. I mean, they did the introductions, and I mean, they introduced everybody from the kitchen staff. I mean, they, they, there wasn't enough room from home to first to have everybody. And there was no ovation different from the massage therapist to Bryce Harper. I mean, it, we were just trying to find a reason to make noise in that place before first pitching even started. I mean, it was it was something totally different. I think that goes to like the hunger that people had yeah. to have this happen again. Like the 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 they just wanted to be in the playoffs so goddamn bad. I mean, and, I can imagine it being like that in in seventeen at, at the at the link. I mean, I wasn't there, and I, I mean, I don't even remember you know hearing anything about how electric it was or whatever, but. I mean, that was number one thing they talked about for days about, I mean, game three and game four, how the fans just, I mean, it just took over. I mean, we were chanting DUI for, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, what the hell is his name? Azuna, yeah. Azuna from I mean, the it grave. Was, it was something crazy. It was just something different. So that game, Spencer Strider comes out and he's dealing early on. Yeah, like he, yeah I, was, I was worried. Yeah, I was shook too because I was watching <laughs> and I was just like, they're not going to touch this guy. It's the same shit that's been happening all season yeah. long. He just that guy's gonna be a really good pitcher, dude. By the he's way. nasty. He's, he's gonna be nasty. But halfway, I mean, in that second inning, third inning ish, uh, he just like he just ran out of gas. Like I mean, all that of could sudden, be one of the worst managed innings in playoff baseball history by the Braves manager there, man. Well, I mean, you know, the guy is gonna go short, and you just you leave him out there after he's gas. After you went out and talked to him. You leave him out there. I, I don't know, man. It's well, just something. Well, throwing you him walk, as a starter was nuts. Right? It, was just a bad, it was a bad manager. Uh, listen, uh, if you can only get two innings or three innings out of a guy, it just doesn't seem like the right idea to. I, I like. I don't know. Yeah, and like walking Schwarber to go do, after. Do you like, think, do you think they didn't see that as a must-win game, dude? I mean, you have to. You can't go down two-one and have right. to play another home game or away game. In had, had don't they go Morton there? If they win that, okay, we'll, we'll take uh, we'll take Strider game four. I mean, I don't think they trusted Morton at all. Like otherwise, I mean, you throw him. We'll get to that the thing is, though, I think they're looking back on it now. They're screwed either way. Like they, because yeah. I mean, Strider is if he can only give you fit. I mean, he couldn't even give you fifty pitches. He was getting he absolutely raked around. He got the fifty, and he was already cooked. 
His, yeah. his velocity had dropped like six, seven miles an hour, and he just was throwing <laughs> flat fastballs right, right down the middle. So, right. it's, so the guys cooked had nothing left. They walked Schwarber, which he, he had, 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 didn't have a hit at that time in the postseason, to a guy who has one hit in the postseason, and the guy is still he's not going to be any you know any more powerful. I mean, the guy. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, it just I, questionable. That's definitely a fair assessment of that questionable. But, and but then, they did it again. They did it again in like the fifth. They walked. They walked Schwarber again with a man on 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 first to get the Reese. It's a, I mean, what did they see? I, uh, I guess they like the righty on righty matchup as opposed to going after Schwarber with another righty. I, I don't. I don't get it either. But I mean, it's obviously a reason why uh, Brian Snickers on the golf course right now. Uh, yeah. You know, is is worried about the off season already because the reigning champions. Have been eliminated, so they they take care of Game Three. That, that was a, another dominant, dominant win. Uh, Bryce hits a home run. Uh, you know they add they tack on some more runs at the end. I think they scored nine total runs. And and I think it was eight one. I think it was eight one. Eight one. Okay, and then uh, then the next night they have Nola on the mound. Correct? Yeah. Right. No, no. Yeah. Nola was on the mound. The game you were at, and then the next. Yeah, night yeah. Was I four. watched Nola. It was uh, it was Bailey Fault. No, not Bailey. Syndergaard. Yeah, it was Syndergaard yeah. and Morton. And Morton takes the 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 pitch off the elbow, the uh the line drive right back at him. Yep. And he pitches one more inning, and then he comes back. I was telling that I was watching the game with my dad. I was like, "Yo, he's gonna be cooked after he comes out for the next inning." Like, cause yeah, one, that, once that thing settled down a little yeah, bit after, yeah. after the half inning, he was cooked. Yeah, once once that thing starts to throb a little bit in the uh, <laughs> in the dugout, you're gonna be like, "Oh shit!" And that's the like that's absolutely the worst spot that could have been. Oh it, yeah, right on right on your elbow. You know when you're well, the guy's protecting his back. I mean, it was just I mean, just natural, natural reflex to try to just protect every part. Oh, of your it was body, just like, but... dude. I mean, when a ball is nuked at you like that, there's not much you can do. You just, he just yeah. trying to, you know, yeah, natural reflex, and it just hit him perfectly on the elbow, his pitching elbow. And I mean, that was it for him. He came out. He came back out. He tried to warm up. They took him out. And uh, you know, I mean, Brandon Marsh had already hit the home run. You know, it was just Brandon Marsh hitting that three run homer. And then JT with the uh, inside the park homer, uh, you know you're getting after the inside the park. I knew that game was done cooked, for, man. cooked absolutely. Acuna standing out right field, not yeah. providing any sort of help at all what, whatsoever. Yeah, what was that, man? The guy didn't move. No, he didn't move at all. He just stood there. Oh man, I don't, good for you. Good for you, Ronald. Not a good look for uh, the, the the Braves and Ronald Acuna and and everyone involved. Uh, where, where I mean. Listen, you don't, when you're not used to playing that center field, that 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 kind of that slanted, that yeah, no one hits ball, the ball there. That's I mean, like I, an instant. Every, um, everyone who hits the ball there ends up on third. No question that. One hundred percent, because it's like if that ball hits the wall and you make you had to make that full run over to center field, like the right unless the right fielder is sprinting the whole way with you. Yeah, you are gonna get a. That's how Chase Utley had his inside the park home yep. run. Like it's a, it's saying. it's a problem. You're ending up at third minimum. And JT was on his horse, man. He was getting around. I mean, once, Boy, once that ball landed, he turned it into another gear, and he was <laughs> home. With, like you know, they they made the throw, but it, he well, they weren't getting him. No. And listen, man. And then that was just kind of that was it right there. I mean, Syndergaard he gives up the one home run. Uh, I thought he looked three, great. Three I thought he looked three, great. Three yeah. I, I mean, I would like to have seen him go longer, but there's no reason to have him go longer when you're nah, not really get him comfortable out of there, with him. He, he he struck a Kumi out twice and get him on out of there. Yeah, and they didn't want to see him go through the uh, lineup twice, which I I totally understand because you know the the analytics and everything tell you the second time through the lineup is where these guys are going to start getting to you. Yep. 
Great, great performance from Syndergaard. You know, you got Bellotti out there through through some good innings, and the Phils bring in Sir Anthony to close the game out, and the Phillies win. I think the final score of eight to three. Yeah, Bryce hit another home run in this game. You know, they, they tacked on yeah, some I mean, more they, runs. They said four games. They held in the solo shot. That's it. There was yeah. no multiple home runs, or maybe one. There might have been no, one. He hit the one in uh, game three. Yeah, yeah. He, hit, he hit that absolute oh, right, nuke right, to right field. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, game one, he hit it in the ninth. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's that's just insane. So, it, so Bryce is hot. That's uh, you know, hopefully they can keep that going tonight. So the Phils take care of business. They close out the Atlanta Braves four games, uh, and they were they were the underdogs in this series. They were you know, it, you can whatever narrative story, whatever that they're not supposed to be here. They're the six seed, whatnot. They're now playing the five seed in the NLCS. Yeah, yep. how about that? How about just. I mean, how'd that buy work for you for a five-day layoff? And every team now at the Yankees, who knows what the Yankees are going to do? But I mean, these guys just can't coming off the buy. I mean, it's just a long wait. Everyone lost game one. Yeah, and yeah. Five and game series. I mean, what are you going to do? Listen, the the I love the excuses that are being made now too. Like that, it's it's this, it's you know, oh, they, like like I love the Dodgers and the, like the the. the Yankee fans that are like, oh, it should just be the the two pennant winners playing in the World Series, like eliminate the playoffs. Yeah, it, it shouldn't be those teams. Like, come on, man! Like, when the Phillies lost to the Cardinals, no one was in here saying that the playoffs should be uh, abolished and we should have just been in the World Series. We weren't good <laughs> yeah, enough two, to beat the Cardinals. Play 162 games just to play a seven game series at the end. Come on, man. Yeah, no, like, come on, man. Let, let's be realistic. Uh, you know. You, when the playoffs come, you're supposed to be ready to go. You're supposed to play, and that that's where it's settled. That's who the well, that's when the champions are made, and you get to figure out who the best is. That year we weren't the best. This year the Braves weren't the best. The Dodgers weren't the best. The Dodgers had a three run lead in Game Four and blew it. They yep. brought in pitcher after pitcher after pitcher, and they blew it. Listen, at a certain point you got to look in the mirror. You blew it. Phillies yep. in 2011 they blew it when they blew Game Four. You know, like and they didn't score a run in Game Five. That's where it was lost. Had nothing to do with the playoffs or the the seeding or what you know. Make, make excuses if you want. The excuse is that you didn't play well enough and you lost. Yep, absolutely. Couldn't agree any more to that. So now, how do you feel going into this series? We have, I mean, I I, I guarantee to win against the Cardinals, and I was a little unsure against the Braves, but I thought we were a live dog. This one, I'll tell you what, man. If the Phils can figure out a way to get around. Soto and Machado in this series, I mean, and if they can keep them bats co- like somewhat cool cooled off, and we can continue to get their runs, I think we are gonna. I think this is a five or six game win for the Phils. Yeah, I'm gonna put it the, pretty simply that I would rather be playing right now versus this team than right now versus the Dodgers. And if I'm taking that, I mean, I'll take my chances all day against San Diego. Obviously, I think San Diego has one of the best bullpens in baseball, but I mean. Play your game, go out there, win one of two with Nola or Wheeler, bring it back here, and then we're going to do what we do out here. I mean, that's plain and simple. It just sucks they play five games in a row if necessary after the after the travel day. Um, so I mean, who's going to start for the Phils? I mean, we're going to have Nola Wheeler, Ranger, uh, Thor. So that's you know? what uh, I'm seeing the projected matchups. This is a Philadelphia Inquirer article. You know, it's kind. Of, this is kind of conjecture the same way we're kind of just guessing that no one's really announced who's going to pitch. But Wheeler versus Darvish in Game One. Uh, Nola against Snell, which I liked. Uh, I think Blake Snell did not have a good season this year. That, that's a guy I kind of like the matchup against. 
And I mean, let's talk about you. Darvish is not the most consistent pitcher of all time. No, he he hasn't had the greatest stuff for you know towards the the back half of the season. He, I mean, he does his pitches are nasty. Let me just say that. Yeah, I mean, it felt good to troll the, the Mets against him about you man and whatnot. But I mean, I'm about to be mad if he comes through like he like he did against those boys. They they, they were unhittable. <laughs> yeah, uh, Suarez against Musgrove in Game Three here in Philadelphia. Right. And then you got Syndergaard and Mike Clevenger. Who Clevenger's another guy who hasn't pitched well all season long. Uh, didn't have a, exactly a great season. Kind of banged up for, you know, large portions of the year. And then we got Wheeler, Darvish, Nola Snell, Suarez, Musgrove again. That's that's what the projections say here uh, for for the whole seven game series. So I like Wheeler and Nola in in a matchup. I mean Musgrove he kind of had his way with us uh, early on in the year in, in San Diego, I believe, but. Yeah, he's been he's pitching extremely well currently too. So listen, if the uh, Phils can go out there and and take these two, if they can if they can at least I mean obviously yeah. at least we would like to win Give me one. one. If they take two, you're coming back here and need and, and they need to win two in in our building against definitely Wheeler one more time. Good luck. Yeah, obviously. exactly. That's the thing. It's like you're definitely gonna have to beat Wheeler and I mean Suarez. Hey, give me no. Give me no on four day trust. Yeah, and Blake Snell's the guy who broke uh, Bryce Harper's uh, thumb. Yeah. So that's another thing you have to consider, and uh, where there's going to be some a little bit of venom going up there when when Bryce is absolutely juiced up to stand at the plate and hit an absolute nuke in the right field seats. I mean, the keys the keys has it been. I mean, they got to get out. They got to score in the first two three innings. Score one, put one up there. Put two. Just make them think about it. I don't like getting into the fifth and sixth and having to score against against those guys. But I mean, just get out there. Give me one or two early tonight, man. Get, get the our juices flowing again. You know, I mean, it's going to be nothing nothing like it. And, I mean, listen, Wheeler has been phenomenal. He, he yeah. truly has. He, uh, he, on full rest, too. I mean, he's, yes. he's good to go. The, both these guys on full rest. Uh, Wheeler was absolutely dealing in especially the Cardinals game. And he was even dealing in that, in that uh, Atlanta game. But it just, you know, he gave up some runs. 97 the whole time. He's painting it wherever he wants. Yep. I like the Phils tonight. I really do. And I, I, I'm i telling you, man, I like them in both of these games. Uh, Nola and Wheeler uh, going up against Blake, like Blake Snell. I had him in fantasy for portions of the season, but there would be games where he would get blown up. Yep. Now, in the in the playoffs, these guys, you get different versions of them. You know, oh, like yeah, they, These guys pitch totally different. Yeah, like these guys, they, they bring their A game in the playoffs. Like it's, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. I think Darvish is, has been much more solid this season than Blake Snell, but... I don't know. I just I really like these matchups. I mean, I, like Joe Musgrove is a pro- is a problem. I'm not. Bro, gonna... we win tonight. All pressure is on San Diego to win tomorrow against, uh, without a question, the hottest pitcher in baseball. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I he mean... knows it too. That guy is dealing, and he knows it. So, ah, uh, man, I think tonight's even more important than than our first game here or anything like that. I think getting out there and taking taking tonight and just put, putting it back in our in our plates for game three, four, five. I think I think the the thing about this uh, series, uh, it, it, the Padres and the Phillies match up like very similarly. Oh yeah, like it, it's it's kind of uh, very odd, you know. Like the they have like a solid lineup. That, I mean, I think they have a more uh, star-studded uh, per se pitching rotation, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they have the better pitchers. Like I think we have a top top two that's much better than theirs. Yeah, maybe you might take Clevenger or somebody like that over a Syndergaard, but. You know, like yeah, I, but, I mean, we're not looking for Syndergaard to go four, five, six, and, and shut people down. We're not looking for a guy like Syndergaard to just keep it close. Exactly, and, and that's Clev- an offensive game. That's the game where the offense has to win. Clevenger had a four-three ERA all season. 
So, yeah. uh, I mean, and Noah's been there before, man. I said it. I has. said it before Game Four. I put it on my Facebook. I said, you know, give give me playoff experience, Noah, over most people that we could have started that game, and it was perfect. He pitched what, like, and that's the thing. Like, I never thought that I'd be watching him, and I'm like, damn, I wish he could throw a lot. Like, right, I wish he could go there. to Pitt yeah, right like now. he he's fucking dealing right now. But uh, they, man, they know what they're doing. Uh, if they have to throw a kind of a bullpen game there or whatnot, like I, I mean, we haven't really seen Bailey Falter, right? Bailey Falter hasn't been. He has. He, he had one appearance, I think, but. I I, mean, I, I, I would like to bullpen. see him. I mean, on, honestly, I, would you ever imagine thinking I'll be okay with the bullpen game in the championship series at some point? No, no, never. Not with our, not with this. What we had in, in the first half of the season. I would like to see Bailey Falter throw on the back half of one of these uh, bullpen games, and kind yep. of just uh, at least take the take a little bit of the pressure off of uh, these. You know, the the Syndergaards. Maybe you go, or the, even the bullpen in total. You get three innings from. Syndergaard, you get two or three innings from Falter, and then you can go right into the bullpen, and you're you know yep. you're in good shape, I think. But I guess we shall see. I don't know. Kyle Gibson's still on this roster somehow, which that's interesting. That's amazing. Is Robert, uh, Robertson back this this series? Is that is that confirmed? I don't or? know. I was asking. I didn't see. No, I, didn't I, I, I heard we're going to find out uh, pretty soon. Uh, probably by the time this podcast uh, you guys are listening to it, uh, you'll know. Um, uh, it says that they released their roster. I need, uh, I need to get Nick Nelson Robertson out of my is on the roster. Yeah, get me Nick Nelson out. Uh, right-handed pitchers, we have uh, Bilotti, Brogdon, Sir Anthony, Zach Eflin, Kyle Gibson, Aaron Nola, David Robertson, Syndergaard, and Zach Wheeler. Yeah, so no, the lefties no, are no, Jose Alvarado, Bailey Falter, Brad Head, and Ranger Suarez. So... No real. I mean, I, still, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I'd rather have Gibson in there like, than like a guy. I mean, I get. I, I don't think it's going to come down to that anyway. Honestly, it doesn't really matter. Shout out to Dalton Guthrie making the roster again. He made the roster. Didn't yeah, uh, Nick Mayton. No, no Mayton. Wow. I think they have. They like. Uh, I think Guthrie's a right-hander, a right-handed yeah. bat. I think so. I think they like uh, having that option if they need to. But he's got. I mean, it's kind of like a fielding thing. He's only going to come yeah, in. To... They're, they're not pitch hitting for anybody in this lineup. Yeah, exactly. Other that's... than reeling, reeling and Marsh, they're just going to go back and forth. That's yeah, all. exactly. Uh, and that, that's pretty much it. Uh, good, to, good to see that uh, David Robertson's back. That is a huge addition. Uh, hopefully he's not like uh, they're not bringing him back just because they need him. And he's not like, you know, kind of. Right, hopefully he's healthy. Yeah, yeah. We, we need a full version of David Robertson. We don't need the, the kind of half cocked where he's going to come in, his velocity's down, and he's like, he, he's limping out to the mound and stuff. We're like, <laughs> we don't need that. All right, we don't need that. Um, yeah, so there you go. That's that's the Phils. Uh, yeah, give I'm me all a, in. My official prediction yeah. taking, uh, we're going to take the Phils in uh, five here Sunday <sighs> in Citizens Bank Park. I love that. I love that. Wheeler on the mound. Yeah, electricity we, flowing through the veins. Wheeler, eight, Wheeler, seven innings. Wheeler, uh, Alvarado. I always just said avocado. By the way, um, was it avocado? And then uh, whoever it takes after that. But yeah, we're taking the fills in five. I like it. I like it. So I'm going to go fills in in five as well. I'm going to copy you. I just think. I mean, I mean, if we if we go back to San Diego, we can win there. But I, I mean. Shut it out here. Let's let's go let's go see these Astros in uh in and and we'll be playing in November. Yeah, yeah. And listen, uh, we'll get there when we get there. But I, I at this point, it's kind of what I was saying to the boys. Excuse me. The last couple of weeks, like especially after this Brave series, the, I don't think there was a team that I wanted to see less than the Atlanta Braves. 
I was like the way they dominated us this season. I was shook. I did not want to see them at all. And the way we kind of just had our way with them. Yeah, I mean they they look like they had no 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 reason. We look like the reigning champions. Like they look like the reason to be in our stadium. It felt like. And and so that at this point, I'm just kind of not scared of anyone. I I I I can't wait. I totally agree. I can't wait to match up with these guys. I can't wait to just get to see. Uh, I I think we have a great matchup here with the with the San Diego Padres. I think this uh, it couldn't have cooked out any better. I think uh, of the people of the teams out uh, west or out out in the AL. Uh, I would like to see Cleveland the most. Obviously, I would, I would like to see Cleveland take like a four four to nothing lead here in the first against the old uh, Yanks and uh, put them to bed. I, I am not scared of the Yankees, for the record. Uh, I, I do not want to see uh, Aaron Judge hit the longest home run of all time off Ranger Suarez at some point in the series. That will that is true. That that would not look good. That would be a bad look. <laughs> uh, but he is a strikeout king apparently in the playoffs. Nah, yeah, so. that's wild, bro. He was started at zero and eight with eight strikeouts. That's that's some crazy noise. Yeah, and people were like, imagine I can't he, believe they're billing him. What it would sound like? I'm like, dude, imagine what, what it would sound like in Philadelphia if Bryce Harper came out zero for seven in the in the Braves yeah. series with seven strikeouts. Guys just caying all the time. Come on, man. Of course you're gonna boo him. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. But, uh, yeah, so looking forward to it. Uh, Astros look like they're a problem. Maybe the, the layoff that they've had is going to be, a, you know, it could negatively affect them. That's the only yeah. thing I Do can think of. Do they play tomorrow either way? And yeah. They don't, the, Yankees don't get, the Yankees or Guardians don't get a day off? Yes, sir. That's crazy. That's, I mean, hey, they've had these six rain delays here. So they, they, yeah, and they, they had, yeah. Yankees-Guardians is today at 4 o'clock. Yeah, they're, they're just warming up out there. I saw the uh, – I just watched it on TV here. There you go. Uh, and I think it's uh, – Nestor Cortez or something versus uh, Savali. I think Aaron Savali's pitching for them. So I guess you know, hey, that's kind. Of, they're kind of at the at their wits' end there. They can't throw Garrett Cole every game. Uh, Three hundred and twenty million dollars worth of uh, Garrett Cole. So God bless to them. Uh, we we are here I to hope, talk about the Phillies. I Phils. hope they would need to. I hope we would play against Cole, bro. I think Cole is so underrated, man. I mean, overrated. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, wait, hold on. What are we doing yeah. here? We we're not a Cole guy out here. So let's get into. Uh, I guess we we should talk about a little bit of the birds. Uh, I, I didn't. I don't think I actually. I was so focused on the Phils last week that I didn't even talk about their win in in Arizona. They did not look their best. Uh, it seems like teams have kind of figured out that the only way to somewhat slow down or or kind of keep Jalen Hurts at bay is just blitzing him. I, I've yeah. seen his numbers uh, against the blitz are not very good. I think that's going to take a little bit of an adjustment period, but I think the Eagles eventually will figure that out and will be able to counteract that or kind of have something to, you know, just kind of respond with. Uh, the run game has been excellent. I mean, they are losing these linemen left and right in some of these games. I mean, they lost Lane Johnson. So I don't want to talk too much about they. They kind of got lucky against Arizona. They didn't really play well. It seems right. like a uh, yeah. That's a game you got to win, though, man. You're you're four and team or whatever going into that, and that's a big that's a big away game. You just kind of snuck out of there with a win. I mean, you can't uh, you can't really worry about the small parts in that. But I mean, I watched last night and what was supposed to be the '86 Bears defense of the Cowboys, and they got cook cooked the first half. Michael Parsons wasn't even a human. Yeah, and I mean, Michael Parsons going against Jack Driscoll was not a good look. It, it yeah, was that was a, tough. Was well, when Wayne went out, that was tough. <laughs> yeah, but you know they were able to battle through the Eagles. I don't like a few things about it. I just don't like you know. Obviously they're six and zero, but you know, you have to be realistic. I don't like that their offense just goes stagnant for large portions of games. It seems like. Yeah, so I was listening on the radio on the way here, and first 
quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, they have 14 points, 17 points, and 18 points in the on the year. Yeah. They only score their points in the second quarter, which is nuts. Which is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess, I mean, they really should have scored in the first quarter. This uh, I guess the Cowboys, they took like two other plays in the second quarter, but. Yeah, but still, just it, it, all, it takes too long. You know, like, I, I don't know. It, I guess it's, you're kind of uh, splitting hairs or nitpicking when you're talking about a team who's 6-0 and and they, they've, they're winning these games in pretty much dominant fashion for the most part. But, you know, like the Cowboys did not, the Cowboys looked awful in the beginning of that game. It looked like they had no business being on the same field as us. We were up 17 nothing, 20 Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush looked shook, shook. Yeah, he looked absolutely shook. He looked like he, yeah. he, he looked like he wasn't even, I don't even, like... I don't know. Like it, I was like, wait, these guys are form. Well, this guy hasn't lost yet as a starter. Like yeah. he yeah, looked he awful. Looked like he was bad, bad. And then they kind of found their way. They started to run the ball. They kind of were able to. Equal to okay the second half there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the tight ends started getting going. Shout out to Hendershot and Ferguson. <laughs> I kept hearing their names over and over and over again. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that the you know. The drop off from Dak to Cooper Rush isn't that great. Where you're like, oh, if they had Dak, they would have cooked us. Like, no, I don't. I no, don't. yeah, the quarterback didn't matter in that game. I don't think, honestly. Yeah, but he just looked bad. Yeah, I just, but like the Eagles, kind of, I don't know. I, there are again, they're six and zero. They are six and zero. They are the best team in the NFL record wise. I just kind of, I don't know. Like, I just need more, man. I don't know what it is. But the Eagles kind of just that they just there's something missing. Like they just it's just that that sort of just domination factor that I'm looking for. They don't really have it for the whole game, right? Like I think they have it in portions, yeah. and they can kind of put it on teams, and then it just stops, you know. And I think they count on their defense a little bit too much because I like I've been talking about all season. There is going to be at one point, probably maybe not even in the regular season, but at some point. In the postseason, you're going to play a team who's going to be able to put it on you offensively. Right, they're going to expose you. And yeah, you, gonna... and you scoring 24, 24, 29, 20, and 26 is not going to be enough. Yep, uh, uh, I, you, I couldn't agree more. You're going to need to score more points. And th- that, to me, is going that that's where I am a little bit upset. Uh, or, or not Which even I upset. Think they, I really do think they can score more. I think, like, Sirianni talked about all, you know, when you get up, you obviously want to have give them long drives and, you know, take some time off the clock but i mean you also don't want to just not score yeah listen you can take all the time off the clock you want if you're not scoring it doesn't matter you know like it, 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 if the cowboys get the ball back and then they punch one in in three minutes you know okay like you're just you're the, the okay. these leads are like the line, it ends up being like the lions game yeah you're like oh shit there's there's two and a, two minutes and 45 seconds left and we gotta now we gotta finish the game we yeah like just kind of cruise exactly now now we've given up 35 points we have to keep scoring and you're not <laughs> that's the thing though like I know people point to that one, but it's like you're not the, the, you're not going to be playing the Lions' defense all the time. You know, nope. I, I, if you play the Cowboys and something like that happens, you might be screwed because the Cowboys do have a really good defense. Yep. So, and, and they were able to kind of uh, listen. The Eagles don't score as many points this past Sunday if the Cowboys don't go for it on their own thirty and not get it, and are not able to move the ball at all. And they just kind of you know, like we we were getting some short fields there for a little bit, especially like even yep. in that Commanders game. They got some short fields. The Vikings game was a turnover city. Yeah, uh, it's just it seems out. like a lot of things have gone their way. And uh, you look at these next couple of games. I know it's your Steelers, uh, and they haven't exactly. It's been a very disappointing year for the Steelers uh, for, for the overall, which is very shocking. Yeah, only one game out of first, my man. 
Oh, I know, I know, but it's just that you, you. This isn't what Steeler football usually looks like. You can, uh, you, you can attest to that. It's just, yeah, it's not ideal. I mean, I mean, I, I, even against a loss against Buffalo, man, Kenny threw the ball fifty-five times. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and that's like the thing is, if the whoever plays Buffalo, they might be screwed. Like the Eagles, Buffalo is tough, tough. I think I gave the prediction that in the uh, before the season when we did that that podcast, like the the Eagles and the Bills will play in the Super Bowl, but I don't think the Eagles can beat the Bills. Uh, the yeah, way they're currently how constructed. Them? How do you beat them? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's the same thing with the Eagles. I mean, obviously the, the quarterback's not as as big and can take as many hits as Allen, but, I mean, they play a pretty – I mean, they, they – I don't know, man. Josh Allen just controls the ball and doesn't doesn't make mistakes. It's it's amazing to see. I mean, it's, it's like what we saw with Patty these past couple of years. I mean, these yeah. guys are just – they just don't do anything wrong. And I mean, Mahomes made two big mistakes against him and he lost. I mean, They take that takes. next leap, man. They take that leap. They become like you know they 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 stop turning the ball over. They they kind of know where the ball's supposed to go. They start making the, the the decisions. They start taking what's available for them in front of them, as opposed to trying to always go deep or look for the big play. Yep. And yeah, that's that's been that's been Josh Allen this past season, even last year. That's been Pat Mahomes. That's been all these guys. Amazing. Except for Lamar, that guy's taking a step backward, my man. Yeah, I mean, listen, he looked good for portions of the season, but he was a turnover machine on uh, Sunday against the Giants. Yeah, I think Harbaugh's about to lose that guy his job or something, man. That guy can't finish games. What's going on over there? Yeah, yeah I mean, they gave that. They, they kind of just that, <laughs> I mean, that snap and then him trying to pick it up, roll out to the right, and throws a pick right to, I think, Julian Love or someone on the yep. Giants. It was just not good. Giants are what, 5-1 and, and one now? 5-1, you know, like, yeah. The NFC East is good. They, they, I, I think the Giants are fraudulent still. It's like sneaky good though, because like I said, you're not. They're not really playing the best teams of all time, and when they are, like they're not. Like the Packers are awful, and the, the Giants beat them last week, and uh, bu- fucking Baltimore can't fucking win a game. They can't finish a game out. Yeah. So I mean, like the teams are good. It's just they're not. The teams they're playing are good. It's just they're not playing up to to what they're supposed to. And I mean, the Giants, they're they're doing it. It's crazy. I mean, if you, like I said, if you look at the Eagles' uh, like next couple opponents, you got Steelers, Texans on Thursday night, Commanders, Colts, and then finally the Packers. You know, like there's not a lot of games where you're like, oh, that's a that's a loss. Oh, that doesn't. Oh yeah, you know, they'll, like, they'll be five point favorites in every game you just said minimal. I think. Yeah, that and that's scary. You know, like I think the Texans have a really good defense, so that should be an interesting game. But the Davis Mills playing quarterback, dude, is not. You know, like it, it, you're kind of limited. You have to Davis, Davis Mills spot start fantasy wise this week though. Look out. There you go. Who are they playing? Uh, Las Vegas. Oh, shout out to Las Vegas. Hunter Renfro has been an absolute trash can this season. Yeah, that, that whole team has been a bust, dude. But yeah, I mean, listen, the the you know it's still the same. Bills Chiefs. It was a great game this weekend. Uh, yeah, great. Bills took great. care of business. Uh, go for the Bills. They kind of needed to like uh, get that demon out of their closet and kind of take care of business and it was a huge Josh Allen drive at the end of the game hurtling that dude uh running down the right side Josh Allen is awesome man he really is uh it's great to watch I mean it's good that you haven't been fantasy you took him uh right when I was about to take him yeah you know I just love I I I, you know me I always pick the quarterbacks way too early I just think when you have a stat pig like Josh Allen he's just able to throw touchdowns and run do whatever it's kind of uh you know I'd rather have that as opposed to like a running back or some guy that I can't really count on as much even though like the yep. quarterback drop off, it's a little different uh, when you know you can get a guy like say Jalen Hurts who can make up those points by running and getting rushing touchdowns and all that shit. So, but we could do a whole fantasy podcast if we really wanted to. We could go we could go in big time. Uh, I guess that's Eagles 
quickly, I did want to talk. I mean, hey, listen, before I go into the Sixers, Flyers are 2 0. And uh, that's it. Good for that's, them. that's all I'm going to say. I didn't know yeah. they played. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know they played two games. I'm going to be straight with you. I watched the Devils game. They have a lot of guys out there that I've never heard wow, of. You streamed the Devils game. Huh? I did. I did. I, I had it on my laptop. You know, I, on, I, I get was, it together. There was nothing on. There was nothing else on. Uh, Thursday night football was on. What do you mean? Yeah, not till uh, eight o'clock. And, and listen, man. <laughs> listen, are, are you really going to yell at me for not watching that that uh, abomination I mean, yeah, that, that was, was a Thursday night game? Yeah, oh my I mean, god. Talk about two poop teams going at it. That, that was that was a. Poop. Are, are, are we all glad that we don't have to watch Denver the Denver Broncos play football anymore, or what? Ah, uh, dude, I can't I mean, believe forced, they forced those guys four times, three times in the first six weeks. I am just so happy we don't have to watch them anymore, man. I sat and watched almost that whole game last night, especially the whole yeah, second half, it. and I, it was. I, just... I left. I left right before halftime. I left where I was at. I'm, like, I'm going home, man. I'm going to watch. I watched the freaking Ted Bundy documentary instead. That's how. Football was for me yesterday, man. Well, that shit is good. I mean, Herbert, listen, the thing is about the Broncos that sucks is their offense is bad, but their defense is really good. Defense is crazy good, yeah. So it's not even like the other team's putting up points or these games are exciting. They're boring as shit because no one's scoring at all. Russell Wilson has completely NFL forgot how to play football. Is, the NFL product outside of three teams is the worst sports product we have right now, without question. Yeah, I mean the thing is, look, you, like usually you can count on guys like Brady and Rodgers and all those guys to kind of carry the torch and have. I mean, Br- the the Buccaneers have been awful. The uh, I mean, b- b- a huge win for your Steelers, huge win. Yeah, I mean, I think Brady's is Brady washed, bro. Are we are we have we seen the end of it? I mean, I, this guy, this at, guy at a certain point, it, it is like everybody. I've been making excuses for him all season long, but yeah, listen. I did talk about it. Uh, listen, for a guy who is very much about a regimen and a schedule and all that, for for him to start, you know, <laughs> the guy's skipping out the meetings. I mean, it's yeah, crazy. you know, like he just left training camp for a week. You know, like that's that's a big thing, man. And he retired. It's the first time he's ever even considered retirement or even talked about it like seriously. It may, may this is it, man. I really hope he kind of calls it quits after this because he's. I mean, honestly, though, he might might as well keep playing because he. Threw his family and he's just in the garbage. Keep stealing twenty mil a year. I mean, I'm yeah. okay with it. I mean, he threw his family away to lose to Kenny Pickett and the boys. Uh, that that's not a good look. Now I'm sure there was more to that. I'm sure Giselle saw some some young Steve she didn't get some work by. But Jesus, you know. all right, yeah, that's that's also a possibility. We all have to we have to accept the you know reasonable reasonable things here. <laughs> and Rogers, that's another thing. Like Rogers got completely just worked over, and I think that he's game was in Lambeau, him. right? Yeah, that he's game was in Lambeau. They just got completely dominated. Yeah, three it's, points. It's, 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 I mean, who, who's going to who's competing or with the Eagles points? in the yeah. NFC? We talked about this on our group chat. No, nobody. There isn't. You can't, literally can't the name. Rams them. are bad this year. Rams are bad. And so, I mean, I guess Van Jefferson. Uh, they're banking on Van Jefferson to make that team better. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I like the Niners, but they they are limited. You know, I just think they have a great offensive line, a great rushing attack. They're yeah, they kind find of similar to us. Past couple years. Uh, I mean, yeah, like the 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 South, the the NFC South is not good. You know, the Buccaneers are not that team anymore. I think the Cowboys are pretty good, and then I think it's the Vikings. The Vikings are pretty good, but we we kind of saw yeah, what the Eagles did. Good, we blew them out. Yeah. So the <laughs> so. NFC is trash. I just think you know when you get to the Super Bowl, if you're able to get there, you're up against it. If you have to play the Chiefs or the Bills, yeah. Good luck beating either of those guys, right? So Sixers play tonight, home opener, or not the home opener, the season opener. I believe they're playing the Celtics. Yes, right? sir. I, I'm so, it's crazy. Uh, me and the boys were talking about this. So kind of, I've never been this checked out. Of the, yeah, I couldn't uh, care less about the game tonight. To be honest with you, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll tune in, but uh, 
but I mean, the game starts at seven, the Phillies start at eight, so we'll see. We'll see the first half, but it's usually um, like it's crazy because it usually is like the biggest deal when they play. Like, and I don't yeah, want to. I feel like if, if it was a home opener and their opener, it would have been totally different. But their home opener Thursday, so I just feel like it's a little less just because it's not the home opener. You know, this like I mean, we're not. You know, no one's in the building and stuff like that. So, but I'm juiced up. I think they're going to. Uh, I think they win tonight. I, I, I mean, see, yeah. Uh, so Early think, prediction. I think we see a Harden that hasn't been seen in a while. Uh, just because I don't think he's going to need the ball as much. Playing with Maxi and Joel, I yeah. think when he gets the ball, he's going to use it correctly. Uh, that's at least that's what I hope happens. So, I'd like a much more scoring focused James Harden as opposed to yes. the last year who was trying to facilitate and ease his way into the team. Right. Uh, I think Maxi's going to take him a, to get into his spot and have Maxi facilitate to both of the guys and just just work. I think Maxi's going to take a big leap this year. I think, uh, I think it's a huge leap. I mean, last year. Yeah, no, I think it's even going to be bigger this season. Like, I think he, I think offensively, he's going to be much more unstoppable than he was last year. He's going to he, his shot selection and just he won't be, be shooting as much. Too. Yeah, exactly. Like he's just gotten better. It looks like from just the the. I mean, I know preseason is preseason, but you can still. I think the basketball preseason is a little bit different than some of those other sports where you're like, damn, that guy's skilled. Yeah, like, they play, play a half. I mean, yeah, like you're like, damn. like Well, even like you get to see a guy play basketball, you're like, dude, he looks better than he did last. Like his yeah. skill set, like even like you said, James Harden, like when he was getting the ball, it wasn't kind of him pitter-pattering or looking around. And he was like, he got the ball, and it's like, let's time, it's time to score, dude. Yeah, let's, let's score a bucket. Right, that's what I, that's an exact, I want to see from all of them, though. I, want, I mean, I want them all just to be as aggressive to score. They could all score the bucket just as well. Just put it in the basket, man. Yeah, and it, it's easily and the bench is so much, so much better this year, man. So yep. much better. I mean, even, no more Jordan Yang coming off the bench, bro. Get out of well, here. Well, he's now. he's there. He, he is there. Yeah, but how many times are going to see him? Yeah, well, he, you know, yeah, it's just that's not going to be good. It's gonna it's gonna be very frustrating when you see Corkmas coming off the bench again. Yeah, but you know, yeah. like when you have a guy like DeAnthony Melton, and you got you have some different additions, Montrez Harrell, you definitely have more solid, better options coming off the bench where you're not. I don't know, counting on these guys or begging for these guys to produce at a high level. You know, you're going to get more Paul Reed, I think. Uh, yeah, you're not going to get the DeAndre Jordans. You're not going to be force-fed an old-ass center down your throat. Yeah, DeAndre um, Jordan. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's just you're not going to see those guys. I think the big thing for the Sixers is can Joel stay healthy and st- stay at, at a similar level that he was last season? Because I don't think there's much. He can't get much better than he has I mean, do been. We load, do we load manage that guy throughout the season for the playoffs? I mean, I think that's what we have to get down to here. I think so. But, you know, at the end of the day, that that Miami series, I mean, that's such a freak injury that happened to him, him getting smacked in his face and getting his orbital broken again. Like, that's just kind of a freak thing. I don't think he, like, wore down or was. Yeah, I don't think, yeah I'm not saying he's super tired. But then again, like, eventually he's going to tire out. And, I mean, the guy's seven foot and. He's a unit. He is a unit, dude. Uh, yeah, no, I think they're going to have to. I think you're going to have much more of a better o- or much more option to do so with the the additions that you've made, and I think the emergence of a Paul Reed, you're going to be able to trust him more to take well, in yeah, some of those if, minutes. If he takes a little bit of a step, and they can trust him a little bit for you know more than eight to ten minutes a game or whatever he plays. I don't even know, but I think they'll have to stop uh, or, or kind of deal with them. Um, or, or at least kind of manage him trying to hunt the MVP. I think that's been a kind of a focus the last couple of seasons. I don't really think yeah. that that's going to matter as much this year. I think it'll come if it comes, but I don't think you can really be out there playing 78, you know, five, 78 games a season just to try and run your stats up or whatnot. When he plays at home, I don't care. I think that award doesn't matter to, I mean, to anyone who watches basketball, they know he's 
as valuable as anyone else yeah. in this league. I mean, he's, yeah, he's as dominant and valuable as anybody in the league. And whether he wins the award or not, I don't care what they say. Exactly. He's the MVP for us, so that's all. That's really all that matters. Um, James Harden, I think, like you said, it's going to have to be a, a big – not a big leap necessarily, but we're going to have to see that James Harden that we kind of were promised and we kind of expected when we made that deal originally. He's going to have to – uh, be a little bit more assertive on the offensive end, and he's going to have to be in better shape come playoff time because last year was not good and it was not a good situation. He did not look like himself nope. come the playoffs, so that's going to be a big thing. And I think Maxi taking that next step and just being the at the very least that third option, and he could even move into that second option with how potent his offensive game is, and maybe and then, and then Tobias, I would say, kind of. Thriving in his role no as that even fourth guy. About him. Yeah, no one's talking about him. I mean, he makes a ton of money. He is a good player. He's not a bad basketball player, but he just what they've asked him to do, he has not been very good at. Right. They, he's never been a he's never been a 25, 30 point scorer, and he came in here and got paid like that. But I mean, that's just how the NBA works. I mean, Jordan Poole just got one hundred and ten million or whatever. Yeah, and I think he's going to have to be. Uh, you know, now they got PJ Tucker, he won't have to do this as much, but. They needed a guy who was willing to get his hands dirty and do some of that dirty work. Tobias did that in that Miami series last year. He was more... I mean, I don't think there was any better player on the floor other than maybe Joel in that series. 100%. I I think I said that on this podcast. Like, that that was... He was huge last year in the playoffs because he just kind of took... He took ownership of his role finally and was like, yeah, listen, I'm not the number one guy, but I'm going to do whatever it takes to kind of just get these wins. We're going to win a game. And... I think with him, he's going to have to hit some open threes, man. You know, like he has not I been agree. good at catch and shoot threes, and he's going to, going to get a lot of corner open threes the same way that PJ Tucker is. I think PJ Tucker is going to be a huge addition. I didn't like the contract, I didn't like any of that, but I think for at least this season, you're going to get a, a guy who's going to do all the dirty work. He's going to get all the the hustle plays and kind of the, uh, what this team has been lacking, which is a little bit of dog. We really have not had any dog in this team for quite some time now. Uh, him and Montrezl Harrell, I think it's going to change the locker room a little bit. I am feeling very confident. Not, I don't know if it's going to make make that much difference come playoff time. I'm not really that ready to say that yet. But I am, I would say, a little bit more intrigued this season for what the what the what the Sixers can be. And yeah, I mean, it's just such a, I mean, even like it's like talking about the Phillies before Game One. It's just such a long season. Yep. But like, I mean, it's half the season of the Phillies, and and look where we are. I mean, it's just like I can't see four months in advance, like being as hyped as I am going to be right now for for what's going on. Yeah, and I think with the Sixers, you've seen them in the playoffs for the last, what, four or five, right. you know? Like we know you right, we, ha- we know almost as a certain they're going to be there. They'll be the top four seeds probably. I mean, what do we really str- – like, what can I go to the stadium every night for and, and hope for other than just a dub? I mean – yeah, you can't really – when you're at this point in your in your progression and in the process or however you want to say it, you know, you're in when you're in the playoffs every season, yeah, like you're, you're kind of – the regular season loses its meaning and loses its kind of luster. So it's kind of like just get me to the playoffs. And, I, I like, that's where I'm at as a, as a Sixers fan. I don't really care what they do in the regular nope. season. I need to see them perform in the playoffs because year after year after year, in that second round, they've come up short. Hawks, Heat. Raptors, whoever you want to like name, stealing my cash yeah. every play series, man. And I'm the yeah, like you've been there all the games, so have I. Like it's yeah, we've been there, we've been in the building. It's, I'm watching them lose with my own eyes. We're not the ones costing them the the uh, energy, man. We're there and we're giving them a hundred percent. They're just not giving it back. Yeah, and especially that Heat series last year. That game six was horrific. Man, I've never seen a team meltdown like that in yeah. the second half. 
And they I'm obviously, so mad I had to see that in person. Then. Yeah, I could have struggled. I could have struggled docking. I was so upset, but I, like, there you go. We'll get to the Sixers. You know, we'll, that's another addition here to the show. Uh, it's the, you know the hot take hot box. The Philly sports world continues to move. We we'll move with it. We've got a few games though, for sure. I'll Hell tell you yeah! That. Hell yeah! No, I, I, once I can foc- I can put my focus on them. Like I, I, I've heard a lot of people say this, and it is kind of true. Like after Christmas is when you really kind of lock in on basketball. So, I mean, yeah. And if the Eagles are going to be good this season, then it's kind of going to be after the Eagles are done is when you can kind of really lock in and figure out like, all right, like what's going on. It's not doesn't mean you're not going to watch them or follow them, but. Your heart and soul can't be put into them until after this other stuff is done, especially with the Phillies going on. I could care yeah. less, you know? Yeah, I mean, who's? I mean, like I said, who's going to be up and at them for the second half of tonight's game? I mean, I, no, I'll be unless watching. It goes, unless it goes awfully bad in, uh, in, over there in San Diego tonight. But. I'll be watching a uh, Brandon Marsh uh, four-run, you know, grand slam home run to right God, field. God, man, I- I'm gonna have to call you immediately and get oh, juiced I'll up. Be fucking flipping a table wherever I'm at, dude. I'll be losing my <laughs> shit. But uh, that's about. It. You got anything else? Uh, no, nah, man. Kinda, I think that's it. We discussed it all. I think uh, my my uh, I went to I went to war today for you people. Uh, my throat. I'm probably not gonna be able to talk for the rest of the day. But uh, this has been the Hot Take Hotbox. I believe this is episode 99. We are one episode away from wow, episode man, 100. Didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah, it, it is absolutely Congrats, insane. Bro. I'm, so happy, I'm so happy for you, man. That's a lot of episodes. That's some good stuff. Yeah, man. We've put out over 200 hours of content at this point, and uh, I cannot believe people continue to listen. And no, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate everyone out there who listens. Appreciate guys like you come on and just you know like to shoot shoot the shit as they would like to, yeah. as people would say. But yeah, whenever you whenever you're ready to hop back on the Xbox, we'll get the club moving. We uh, oh yeah, we got to get NHL back flying. Uh, you know, maybe yeah. at the maybe I might have to get that man. Uh, it's just it's get in there. I, I might have to. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. <laughs> go Phils. Yeah, go Phils. Go Phils. Right? I'll be back go later Phils. this week with a Phils episode after the first two games. We'll be oh, back wait, wait, real quick. How did I do in my uh, football picks? Oh, good question. Uh, we will have that episode. That might be episode 100, actually, uh, now that wow, I think great. about it. You went 5 and 6. All right. You went I'm 5 trying. and 6. I went 5 and 5. We had a couple swing games here. We did. Uh, yeah, so for the people. We'll speak there, about that Thursday or wherever we do that. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I mean, for anyone out there who's listening, uh, you know, Kansas, I lost by one. You know, there's a lot of different games that we kind of. You got hosed on a few of these, I'll be honest. So we will talk about that either tomorrow or the next day. When we do our college football picks podcast, thank you all for joining us. We will see you this week.